Good morning. This is Glenn Andrews of Heroes and Kings. It is May 31st, 2018. It is a Thursday. A lot going on in the world as usual. But all that is going on in the world, I'm not faded by it. I'm not concerned about uh, (laughs) because literally none of it that I can control or even want to control. What I do want to control is my destiny, my family's destiny, my legacy. That's what I want to control. And if what's going on in the world has an impact or an influence on that, best believe then I'll be stepping up and doing what I need to do to train and be ready for that moment. One of the greatest gifts outside of life that my mom and dad could have given me and my brother was the thirst for knowledge and the emphasis on reading books. I cannot thank my parents enough. I cannot thank my third grade teacher, Mrs. Saunders, enough. I cannot thank my sixth grade teacher, Mr. Freeman enough I cannot thank my see Bartos Wayne Bartos was a PE coach I had in I guess they would call middle school for in California was junior high school uh, emphasizing health and and standing staying in shape and just staying on top of staying on top of school work uh, then in high school it was Mrs. Edler um once I went to junior college, because I got hurt playing football, uh, Mr. Funches, a counselor at a junior college, who steered me to HB to an HBCU and ended up going to Morehouse. And then once I got at Morehouse, Dr. Willis Sheftall. One of the things I say when I go out and I talk to kids and I talk to, go to churches, go to schools, and we do career days and do. Um, what is it, uh, assisting classes and just going in and just having adult males and black males at schools. And that's one of the things I participate in is that the reading and what my parents had me and my brother do, even before we was in, I guess it's uh, kindergarten and preschool, my mom and my mom, and most of it was my mom. So she's the math person. My dad was the English person. It was really my mom really pushing, pushing education, rather formal, informal, and that we picked up books and read and that we were always had a pen and writing that that was the most important thing. As a matter of fact, we couldn't go outside and play unless we had homework or homework done or we read or did something like that. And though we our first home or house after the apartment was 3820 Logan, San Diego, right in the hood. Uh, then we moved out to the suburbs. It didn't matter. We had Jet Magazine, Ebony Magazine. Uh, my dad had Sports Illustrated. Every now and then, a Newsweek or Time or some other type of magazine would come into the house. But the other thing that my mom and dad purchased early on was the Encyclopedia Britannica. And back then, there used to be door-to-door salesmen who would go door-to-door selling this whole set of books that went from A to Z 
then uh, Time Life came out with a series of books, The Earth, um, The Planets, uh, Early Man, Biology, uh, all these different books that my mom, and we still have to this day. My parents live about a mile away from me. My dad have an extensive book uh, bookcases and extensive library, and I can go over there to this day and grab any of those books. Uh, one of the things I did and didn't realize how impactful it would be was I read the Encyclopedia Encyclopedia Britannica. I read from A to Z, and it took me from about the year age of 8 to about 11. And this is while I was going to school. I, would, I just figured I'd start at A and just start reading. And by the time I was, I started in third grade, and by the time fifth, sixth grade came along, I had read A through Z. Now, knowing how publishing works today, knowing how TV and media works today, the great thing about reading and reading as much as I have and then adding the education and the academics and then going from high school to college and then going to an HBCU, when you read enough, you'll see a lot of information that gets cross-referenced you see a lot of information that contradicts what someone else is what someone else has wrote you'll see information that's similar and then you'll see how some things are connected and for example two two i'll say three things three things i've read and it's been a, it's been a million things that I've read. Three things that always stands out for me, well, or four I should say. It's reading Abraham Maslow, The Hierarchy of Needs. That's that's one of those books that's just wow, you know, especially this day and age and what has taken place uh, historically on this planet, let's say a thousand years. And another one is Charles Darwin when he gets into talking about uh, evolution and adaptation. Then Francis Cress Wesseling, Doctor, the late Doctor Francis Cress Wesseling, she wrote the Isis Papers, the Keys to the Colors. Deep book, deep book. It just shows how racism and symbolism, and how if you travel this world and you and you look at how things are built and how things are set up and the symbolisms symbolisms on TV and movie and commercials and and everything has some type of meaning outside of what you're seeing on the conscious level there's some subconscious meaning subconscious meaning and there's been so many conscious and subconscious racist sexist classist meeting meanings in America, if you're not paying attention, you'll get hypnotized and you'll fall for the okie doke. Then, Dr. W.B. Du Bois, The Souls of Black Folks. I have my copy. I've had copies of both those books for over 30 years. As a matter of fact, I probably read both of them when I was around 18, 19, and understood understood a little bit but as I've read them over and over and over again as the time has gone as I've changed and gone from a single man 
to a married man to a married man with kids from blue collar to white collar to pursuing my passion to what's going on in the world remember seeing uh rodney king uh remember seeing that the 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 news when Rodney King was getting beat by the police and for for me and where I grew up we used to get into it with the police all the time so I just turned just turned the TV off and just turned the TV off and kind of just ignored it you know so it's one of those things where turn this off and saw Rodney King getting beat up and because where I grew up we used to deal with the police all the time that didn't shock us and we just I wouldn't even say it was desensitized it was just something it was just an everyday occurrence and when you read the books and you read a thousand years of history art politics religion and all these things either contradict support connect or just just give give life to what you observe you throw in the symbolisms of TV and movie and commercials and how even the news the news is staged it's really sad because basically we just got a, a billion robots a billion robots and even I was falling into the trap but probably the greatest thing of reading opened my mind to you know what there's a way where you need to sometimes meditate and fast and go go somewhere and be by yourself and not be influenced by what you're seeing on TV or not what you're hearing on the radio or what some other other human being is saying to you you need to go to a place and oddly enough for me it came out of a career change going from banking into supply chain and I had to have a physical and I was out of shape and then I got in shape and I started on this journey of changing my downstairs and literally into a weight room and a lot of times I would just go into the room and be working out versus watching TV and as I was getting away from watching TV not by design it just happened that way that I just got so busy that I wasn't watching TV and then as I I thought about it when I arrived at Morehouse I didn't have one I didn't have a TV because I was living in a dorm but two I didn't, didn't have time to watch TV so all I was doing was studying and it occurred to me in these two different two different times I was at my best had clarity had direction and had focus and though I would bring my head up to see what was going on around the world because I was on my path and on my journey all that stuff didn't matter now coming forward once I, I I find myself in my weight room just thinking just thinking and realize I was getting away from TV probably the best thing it really did force me to really consider it you know what I don't need TV 
As a matter of fact, what's been going on with TV has been feeding me junk. As a matter of fact, what's been going on, social media, movies, everything I see. The moment I step outside my house, if it's some of my neighbors, some of the things they may or may not say or do, which I've seen my parents go through and they, they, they went through it. Because, you know, when you are a, a African-American who has their shit together, that becomes a threat. That becomes a threat. Let's keep it real. When you are African-American female, and then really, if you are African-American heterosexual black man with your shit together, you are a threat. But you know what the bottom line is? That ain't my problem. That ain't my problem. Because I'm securing mine. That's somebody else's problem. That's somebody else's problem. And in reading all those books, W.B. Du Bois, Dr. Francis Quest Wesley, Charles Darwin, Abraham Maslow, oh, and the autobiography of Malcolm X. Here's some other ones too. Carter G. Woodson, uh, Miseducation of a Negro, E. Franklin Frazier, Black Bourgeoisie, uh, Charles Deming. He is the father of the manufacturing process and quality control. I mean, I can I can just just uh, Charles McEwen here lately. Essentialism. I mean, I can just drop bombs on just different books. Oh, I even got another one. Jesse Itzler, 30 Days with the Navy Seal, which the Navy Seal is a brother going to stay with a, a rich white guy, and the rich white guy wants some of what that brother have what that brother has in him, how deep that is. So the power of reading, the power of reading. And that's been the disappointment of what I've seen here in the last probably all my life and what I'm seeing a lot more here 10, 15 years of me being, of my kids getting ready to go off to college where my wife and I did nothing special. My wife is a book reader as well. She went to Northeastern, very smart. What we did with our kids, we didn't do anything special. It wasn't buying toys. It wasn't spending a lot of money. Travel was key. Rather buy car, bus, plane, train, travel was key. My kids know how to travel, but what was most important was we had books in their hand. Books on everything, origami, how to build a robot. Uh, We had books in the house that didn't even talk about see Dick run or see Jane go run and all that silly shit that they try to have us read when we were young. So my kids didn't get a chance to read stuff that would tell them they was less than. Everything they read gave them information on how to be the best they could be. So with that said, my two are going to college right now. Matter of fact, my son's already in college and my daughter is getting ready to go to college. The power of reading. The power of reading everything you get your hands on. As a matter of fact, I'll say right now, there's two things more powerful than a gun. And that is a cell phone, laptop, computer, or some type of technology, and a book. And a book can be a Bible, a Quran, or or the book that's going to get you to your passion. Or the book that's going to get you certified to be whatever you want to be. 
or whatever you want to be. Because you, quite frankly, don't have to go to college or go to any university. You can go to a library. Matter of fact, most books are online, but I'm, I'm about books. I'm about the physical book. Because there's something about a physical book and you taking care of that book. You know, to walk into someone's house and not see a magazine book or a bookshelf is disappointing to me. And as a matter of fact, to walk into someone's house and not see a bookshelf or any book scares me. Scares me. Because that lets me know quite possibly that this person is influenced by a whole bunch of other things other than what they can ingest intellectually that's not processed. And that scares me. If I have any fear, that is the only fear. To walk into someone's home and they not have a bookshelf, magazine, or book in that house. So, the power of reading. The power of reading. Because the power of reading allows you to read numbers. The power of reading allows you to listen and listen between the lines. When I, when I do watch TV and I'm listening and I'm seeing how even the news is a, is a production, is staged. They'll show you a positive story about a black man. Then they'll show you two negative stories about a black man. And, it, and it's a production and it sets the tone. Blip. TV gets turned off. It's processed food. It's processed information. It's junk. The power of reading. If you're going to waste your money, spend your money on something. If you got a few dollars outside of getting you some good healthy food, go get you a book. How many brothers have been shot and killed with a book in their hand? I know there's been some situations where brothers had book bags, but I have a book bag. And sometimes a book bag don't have books in it. Sometimes a book bag have them things off in it. How many police officers have grabbed a black man and he had a book in his hand? How deep is that? So, you got some young nieces, some cousins, some younger brothers, younger sisters, anybody you know. If you gon' if you gonna give some gifts. Don't give them no damn, you know, I'm not going to be so hard on, on Michael Jordan. Don't give them no Jordans and all this other stuff. You may get them a phone or a phone that's tied into getting some information, but give the gift of a book. Teach them how to read. There's some older folks who don't even know how to read still. Wish they could read. Give the gift of reading. Give the gift of a book. This is Glenn Andrews. Heroes and Kings, the title of this one, The Gift of a Book and the Power of Reading. Heroes and Kings, Glenn Andrews, Elijah Brady, signing out.